Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, and turn on notifications so that you will receive alerts when there are new episodes. Go get it. That's what I tell them. I've been grinding for so long, I wake up and chase my goals, I go out and I go get it, how to code, that's all I know, I don't succeed, then I don't breathe, success, what does it mean, if I conquer all my goals, then I'm living out my dream, dig deep, go out and get it, success chronicles, compete until it's finished, success chronicles, go take care of your business, success chronicles, it's deeper than just winning, success Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Chip Baker coming to you with another episode of the Success Chronicles. Really excited about this one to have Coach Lucero on with this a great guy. Blessed and fortunate to do some great things, and I'm truly grateful to have him. So first off, Coach, thanks so much for taking the time to interview with the Success Chronicles. Yeah, thank you for having me. Uh, look forward to it and uh, get excited to talk about some stuff here. Yes, sir. Let's dive into it. If you don't mind uh, sharing with the audience a little bit about your background, your story, because they have an idea of who you are and, and, and what it is you do. OK, so, uh, you know, I was born in Albuquerque, um, New Mexico, 1976. So, you know, starting to get up there in age a little bit. Uh, in 84, my family moved to El Paso and that's where I uh, went to, you know, mostly elementary school through high school. Uh, and then when I graduated, my family moved to the Metroplex. Um, and so I played basketball and soccer through high school and uh, lucky enough to play on some really good teams and uh, got to the Metroplex and um, played two years at a community college, uh, North Lake Community College there in Dallas. And then that was about the time for me to to hang it up. You know, I wasn't really um, I wasn't a scholarship player. So then it was kind of like you go play to D3 and maybe take on some loans and, and have to pay for school. And so, uh, you know, I started I went to UTA there in Arlington, um, was working for my dad for the 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 business that he had. And, you know, I mentioned in the, the talk that day when, when we met, it took me a little while to get through school. I uh, just wasn't a good student. And, uh, you know, the, the two years of junior college really helped me because, you know, after, after getting two years of school done, you're like, well, I could finish the next two. Uh, so it took me a while to finally get through. Um, at one point I knew I didn't want to be a truck driver anymore. I was, I was doing a lot of pickup and delivery for my dad. And so it was time for me to buckle down and um, so I started, uh, so I graduated with a history degree and then, uh, luckily I was able to, to get hired in Nacogdoches in East Texas to teach and coach. Um, and so that was my first teaching job. I taught world history there and, uh, was assistant basketball coach and, um, assistant golf, uh, for a year. And then, then I got an assistant girls track and then back to golf. And then my last year, I didn't have a second sport. Um, so it was, uh, just really fortunate that I got to start coaching and, you know, I, I moved right into the, uh, the high school then had to coach football which doesn't happen very often in the great state of texas you know almost everybody has to coach football at some point um and so we were there for four years and uh, my wife my wife while well, we started dating at the time uh she was from katy texas from from houston she was going to sfa and so we started dating and then she graduated and moved to houston um and so my last year you know we were dating and, and living apart and so i was like you know i really wanted to get closer to her uh, so I thought about going to to Houston and teaching uh, and coaching there in Katy. Um, but one of our players had was going to UT and Coach Barnes said I could try to uh, get into co college coaching. And so I had a volunteer spot there at UT. Um, and it was a really good learning experience for me. Damian was a freshman and he started school with uh, his freshman class with uh, Kevin, you know, KD, uh, yeah. DJ Augustine, yeah. Justin yeah. Mason, Matt Hill, Dexter Pittman. Uh, from from Houston and Harrison Smith from Houston, so it was a really good class. Good group, man. It was a good team and and some really good, you know. Just at the time, they were kids. You know, they're eighteen years yeah, now. They're you know thirty four, thirty five. They were just really good kids, and so um, I learned a ton. But it wasn't a job. 
Um, and at the time I was living with my aunt and my uncle and a job here at Westlake opened up teaching. Um, and so I started teaching here uh, that December. Uh, I still got to go up to UT and watch all the practices and stuff. Um, but worked my way into an assistant spot here at Westlake. So I uh, was assistant coach here for five years um, and then got an opportunity to coach at Hayes, which is just between Austin and San Antonio as my first head job. I think that was 2014. Um, we had a good season and then moved back to Westlake and just finished up our eighth year here uh, as Westlake as the head coach. Uh, so I was a, been teaching for 19, you know, 10 of it as assistant and then nine of it as a head coach. So I kind of have, uh, you know, taught world history for 18 years and now uh, um, a PE teacher to yoga, yoga class here at Westlake. So it's great, um, but kind of done it all as far as the jobs you can have in high school. That's good stuff, Coach. Such a, yeah. such a good journey. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah. What are what are three things you've accomplished in your life that you're proud of? Yeah, that that's a that's a tough question because every time I I start to think about pride, uh, I feel our uh, you get your ego. You know, yes. you, it's like what I've been trying to push down uh, with with the coaching job and. You know, even the things that you tell your the the team, you know, you want to try to get away from the ego, and, and it's about you know everybody that's around you. So, um, anytime I preface a, a answer with things I'm proud of, you know, I always want everybody to know that I'm proud of it. But there's a lot of people that have been involved in in helping me um, accomplish things. Or it, most of the time, since I coach a team sport, it wasn't me. It's it's the group, it's the assistants, it's the players, it's the parents, our administration, it's everybody involved that. That, uh, and I'm, I've been lucky to be part of, of um, some really good programs. Uh, so three, the three things, um, you know, one, definitely my family. You know, I have a wife that we've been married for 15 years now, and, you know, I, I love her. And, uh, you know, I think she, she loves me most of the time, you know. So, yeah, I, I, we dated for three years and been together for 15 years. So I know that there's <laughs> things that, that I do that, that she puts up with. Uh, but I'm, I'm definitely proud of that relationship that we have. Um, and then we have two boys now. And so our two little guys, uh, the thing probably that I'm most proud of, uh, I, I think I was like 42 and we had our youngest, uh, I mean, our oldest son. So I was a little bit older, you know, we had there for a while and we had, we, uh, had kids later in our marriage because of some uh, health complications my wife went through. And so, um, you know, it's, it's great for us because, you know, it, you know, the good Lord always gives you things when you're ready for them. And, and, you know, I think, because of our experiences, we can try to be better parents than maybe we would have at a younger age. Um, but I'm just really proud of our family. Uh, no matter what happens, I know I got those three people at, at home uh, to lean on. Um, I, I think I'm also proud of the times in my life when we encounter some challenges um, and you have to make the decision if you're going to try to grow and get better or if you're going to go a different way and maybe, and maybe I don't know, if run from it or hide from it is the right word. Um, I, uh, I didn't run from it, you know, it kept on trying to get better. And, and so, you know, there were some times in coaching, uh, especially when I became a head coach, you know, when you're assistant coach, things aren't as personal, you know, you're, you're assisted, you get to make the suggestions yeah. yes, you sir. get home, when you go home at night, if, um, if it doesn't go right, you always have that you thing sleep. in the back of your, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, you can sleep. You can say, well, I told him we could do it a different way. <laughs> uh, but when you get to be a head coach um, and you have to make all the decisions and, and everything is kind of a reflection of you, uh, then I think I started to take things, you know, you take it real personal. And so things were difficult. Every, every season has challenges. And uh, when I was a younger head coach, um, I just thought I had some time. There were some times where, um, I didn't know if I wanted to do that, this job, you know, I was like, man, I could just go back to being an assistant 
Um, I could become a referee and still be close to the game, you know, and, um, and I actually, you know, I told my principal and, and coach Richardson, the coach that got me into coaching and our, our friend Charles Amen, uh, after one, one tournament, I was like, man, I think, I think I lost this team. This is, I think my third year or fourth year as the head coach. And, um, you know, luckily, you know, you get back on track and you keep trying to get better and you try to, you know, continue to grow relationships. And, um, you know, so, um, you know, I stayed with it and, you know, I'm still here, you know, still coaching. And uh, some of the kids that were on those teams, you know, the lessons that we learned as a staff with those players are kind of what allow you to grow and to be able to coach the kids that you are with now uh, on, on these teams. And when we're young, we don't have the foresight to say, you know, this is going to help me to be a better coach, a better dad, a better person in five years or 10 years, uh, we just can only, you know, see day to day. Um, and so, you know, all, all the kids that are on those teams that we have some challenges with, I'm still real close with, and, uh, you know, we can laugh, but we can laugh about some of our challenges now that it's five years later and we can be grateful that we all went through that, um, because it helped us to grow and to mature. Um, and, and just sometimes when we hit those struggles, we don't, we don't, we don't want to, we don't want to fight through. We don't want to learn the lesson that, yeah, that, that, yeah, that God's yeah. trying to teach us. Uh, so I'm proud that we're still with it here. Um, and then, you know, as far as being a basketball coach, uh, I love the game and winning is really important and all that. But uh, all the stops I've been at, um, be, it's not just because of me, but because everybody involved. I feel like basketball has been a vehicle to help uh, kids grow. Uh, it hasn't been just about basketball. Um, it's been more personal. It's, you know, it's personal to the kids, it's personal to the parents. It really means something when it's all said and done. Uh, to the kids that played, um, you know, at least that's my perspective. <laughs> you can you probably have to ask all the parents, and all the kids, you know, some, some people might have a different view, but um, it, it just seems that it means more to them when it's done than just, just the game they played in high school. You know, there's lessons that are learned uh, along the way and, and it's something that they can be proud of also. Um, so those are the things that I think the, the three things that I'm kind of proud of. Coach, I can, I can definitely say, um, and this is just me. This is just my personal. Yeah. So whatever. I, I just, man, I, I think that those those kids and those parents and that community and that school are, are truly blessed to have you. Yeah. Uh, you know how you operate, how you do your thing. Um, I love, you know, how, how you, you you cherish the relationships. Uh, I love how uh, you have the growth mindset. Yeah. You know, and uh, it's a little funny for me. You know, I have a little deal. I look at all, you know, like the challenges. Now you're like you said, as we matured, <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Look at the challenges as growth. Like it might have hit us hard earlier. Yeah. But yeah. Now we look at it as oh man. I tell yeah. my son, like, man, I got better today. You're like, yeah. Yeah. I learned today. I got you better today. today, dog. Yeah. And you get to teach the kids that, you know, like right yes. now, you know, we we had, you know, a really good season last year. But but we had a lot of kids graduate, and so we're a little bit inexperienced. And so now in our athletic career, in our practices, you know, we're having some some challenges and some struggles. And I always have to remind them at the end, hey, you know, if it's a if it's a pretty practice and we didn't have any uh, conflict at all, we didn't get better, you know. And so when we when when we are encountering this these challenges, you're going to grow from it. And it's the springtime, you know, and we got summer and we got fall and we got a long time to prepare before next season. Um, and, and so, you know, that was like one of the lessons I, I really, I feel like I learned in coaching and, and you know, life throws it at, at you where you have to make decisions. Um, I've shared in some other podcasts, but my wife, when she was 27, she had breast cancer, you know, so she was really young 
And, and I think that experience probably taught me the most because you can um, be upset or you can be grateful that the doctors found it at that early age. Um, and, and then now you can continue to move on and you have two boys and, you know, then our, our, our son Bo had to have a heart surgery when he had six months. And then Crystal was like, well, now I know why I went through my challenges because I, I need to be here for Bo. And so like all those little lessons at the time, you don't know how it's going to affect you down the road in 10 years, 15 years. And, and so you can help your guys uh, here at the high school have that, that uh, understanding, you know, you're, you're encountering this when you're 16, 17 years old. Just think about if you learn how to manage these relationships now, how much better you're going to be at 25. You know, these, I learned these lessons when I was 35 and 40, you're yes. learning it when you're 16 to 17, you know? Yes. I think too, yeah. uh, like you said, the, the idea of teaching them awareness, yeah. like you talked about, yeah. it, Hey, like you're 16, but be aware of this. Yeah. This is how it's going to help you teaching life through yeah. sports. Yeah. 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 And, yeah, and, and then, and it, that, that's what helps us to, you know, to, um, have uh, to be the coaches we want to be you know like we, we, yeah yeah like when it's Come just on. about ball there's always something that's missing you know if it's not you know if, if we wanted to really like just be about wins and losses we could try to get into college or you know professional where you know maybe it's a little bit less intimate with the relationships and it's more just about winning but you know where we're at um you know we have that ability to try to use it to help a bunch of people and change lives yeah yes sir Yes, sir. Well, you know, just hearing you talk about your background, your journey, and you talk about the things that you're proud of, Coach, I would consider that to be hugely successful. So let's hit on success. <laughs> oh, yeah. What, yeah. what is your definition of success? Yeah, that, that's one. Uh, we talk about this with our guys quite a bit, too, in basketball, um, because it's like, I think it's a little bit different for everybody. And I think it's a little bit different for different parts of your life. Uh, you know, I think there are some things personally, like from, from myself, that, you know, if I, I have a successful day, if I, if I'm, if I'm bettering myself, you know, if I'm treating my family the right way, if I'm getting my workout in, I'm eating the right food and, and like all that, you know, learning something, I think that could be, you know, for me on a personal level, it's kind of like success. Um, but then, you know, there's some relationships like with my sons, you know, when, when they get to be an age where they don't need me anymore, I think that would be successful. You know, like, you, you know, you want, you want them to grow to the point where they can move on without without you holding their hand you know and they're they're little man they're 10 months three years so thank thank god we got a long time before <laughs> before we have to uh, encounter that because i'm gonna be heartbroken when they, when they don't need me anymore but but that's also like the goal down the road um yeah. so i think that's successful and then um you know with, with basketball teams we, we set up some goals that um you want to try to hit, you know, we have game goals to show success, whether we win or lose, we know that we're growing from this or uh, at the end of the season, you know, these are the, these are the goals that we had, um, you know, to try to measure success uh, to quantify it a little bit. Um, but, but the goal that I like the most that uh, I think all of our guys now through our culture class here have kind of picked up on um, is at the end of the year, we want to be able to have peace with the job that we did. And there's, there's nobody that can that can tell us uh, if we did the job that that um, the, our best job, except for for our, our individual self. You know, like I, I want to be able to wake up and when I'm um, getting ready to come to school at, after our last game, know, man, I, I did my best job for that team. You know, and then I can have peace, win or lose. Um, and and I, but this is another lesson I had to learn because there were seasons that ended 
where I didn't have that peace. You know, I was like, man, I should have done this better. I should have had this conversation. Uh, I don't really like the way I um, managed games or I don't really like the way I set up practice. I don't like the way uh, I encountered with certain players at different times. And so I didn't have, I didn't have peace about, about the job that I did. Um, and, and so I think that's the main goal now. Like we want all of our guys to look in the mirror at the end of the day and say, we, I know that we did our best job uh, and then we can have peace about it. Um, and then regardless of win or lose, then, you know, it's, it's, it's successful for us. Um, and, and we've been pretty fortunate to have some, some seasons here where we got close to winning state championships and made a state tournament. We, we haven't got over the hump where we won one. Uh, but I do think there are some teams where at the don't like when uh, one of your players finishes a season and then they tell you, coach, I wish I would have done this. You know, I wish I would have had these conversations. And that's what happened after those years, because either I didn't help that player grow enough or uh, I didn't create the environment to help them to have free communication amongst everybody where they felt comfortable. I didn't help them to grow, to understand the voice they could have had with the team. And so then you have that regret. Um, and, and so it was really more about, you know, letting you feel like you let some, some players down along the way. Um, and that, that's when you don't have peace about the season. So I think, I think that's kind of like the way you start to define it. it, it it's hard to quantify sometimes though, you know, like yes. it's not a, just, just another number on the board. It's not like we got this many rebounds or we held them to this, you know, shooting percentage. No, it's a little bit harder to to gauge sometimes. I, I love that you talk about peace because I, I agree. There's a quote that I shared that I, that I, I say, I think uh, inner peace, I-N-N-E-R, mm. peace, allows you to enter peace, no, E-N-T-E-R. Yeah, yeah. And then when you can yeah. you know, work to have that inner peace, oh, my gosh, great things come from that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. And, um, and uh, it – when you have that peace inside and, you know, you can kind of put your ego down a little bit and it's not yes. about you, then uh, you can have empathy for the people you're around, you know, yeah. like, and so that's helped me a ton to have more peace inside, like you're saying, because now when a student uh, and a player is going through something challenging, it doesn't have to do with basketball, it could be something away from, away from school, something that they're, they're encountering. Well, Sometimes, man, they say some things to me that, you know, it just comes out, you know, if I'm, I'm going to push them, you know, and it's going to be emotional. And if, uh, and if I'm going to try to help them to grow and to uh, communicate and to say what's on their mind, well, then sometimes that means they say some things and, and I'm okay with it, you know, because I know that that's help, you know, they're working through an issue and I'm just a vehicle that they're working the, the, it, through the issue with, you know, it's not, you know, they might say, and they might really be upset with me in the moment. But I'm not going to hold on to it. You know, I have that peace inside. Like you said, I'm not going to hold on to it because I know like later on he's going to text me, hey, coach, I shouldn't have said that. This is what I'm, I'm going through, you know, and then we and it opens up the dialogue to have a conversation that's meaningful. You know, so. yep. And it shows them that regardless, uh, he's there, he's rocking with me. He rides yeah. with me. Yeah. Like, not going anywhere. Yeah. And that's, that's such a great feeling uh, when you know that you have people like that in your life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, before we get off, Coach, if you don't mind sharing with the audience where they can go follow you and check you out and show you some love. Oh, well, I have uh, uh, Instagram. I think it's Bonifacio Lucero. My first name is Bonifacio, so it's B-O-N-I-F-A-C-I-O-L-U-C-E-R-O. 
Um, and then we have a Shap Basketball for the high school. And uh, I think uh, Shap Basketball Twitter and then my own personal Bones of the Cheryl Twitter. Uh, so, you know, if, if anybody had any questions, they could always reach out and uh, I'll get back to them. You know, basketball stuff, culture stuff with our program, I'm, I'm really open to share because, uh, you know, I, I feel like when you do that, you're also going to learn, you know, it helps yeah. me to learn uh, more than anything. Uh, I did uh, a couple of years ago. It was after one of the, I think it was two years ago when we lost the Duncanville in the state finals. I did try to stay off my social media for a while. I thought I was getting, I thought I was turning into one of the kids, you know? <laughs> like, uh, so sometimes uh, if I don't, if I don't check it, you know, uh, you know, got two boys at home. And so I know if I put, pick my phone up, my wife's going to look at me funny, like, come on now, you're at home now, keep the phone down. So, you know, if somebody reaches out, I'll definitely get back to them eventually. I love it, Coach. Yes, well, again, I just want to say thanks so much for taking the time to interview with the Success yeah. Chronicles. Truly appreciate it, and I wish you continued success. Same. Thank you very much. All right. Well, thank All you guys right. for checking out this episode. We'll see you next time. God bless. Go get it.